Like so many others, who you are is largely a result of your past. We have so many positive and not so positive experiences that we start to doubt ourselves and our place in this world. Let the healing process start now. Welcome to Shift Happens with Karin Weary. When you start to focus on healing from the inside out, you'll learn so much more about your own health, your well-being, and your state of mind. Once you've started on that, the rest gets a little bit easier every day. Now, here is your host, Karin Weary. Hello, everyone, and welcome to Shift Happens. I am super excited about today's show. I am your host, Karin Weary, licensed marriage and family therapist and breakthrough life coach. We are going to be talking about something. We're actually we're going to talk about your love life. Yes, we are. Because today I'm going to be talking about using dating as a personal growth journey. Say what? Who thought of that? <laughs> well, I did actually. And and how I came up with that was that Oh, this will be eight years ago that um, I got divorced, and this was after being with my, you know, my ex-husband now uh, for twenty-two years. That's a long time. That's like more than two decades, y'all. <laughs> so it's a very long time. So back the last time I had been dating, there were no cell phones. We didn't have the internet like we do now. There certainly weren't dating apps. Let me tell you, it was a whole different world the last time I had been out dating. So, and just this whole thing, I mean, everything had changed. So this is what happens many times when either you've been in a long-term relationship and you, or you've been married for a long time and then you get divorced Let's face it, 50% of marriages end up in divorce. So it's a pretty common thing. You're going to be most likely out there dating again, finding another mate, no matter what kind of relationship it is that you're looking for. And why not? Since this is such a significant part of our life, you know, our, our personal life is somebody that we're planning on spending significant amounts of time with, whether you're looking for just something casual, or you're looking for a true partner in life, then um, I believe that this is something that really can be a, an amazing opportunity. Um, and what happens so many in so many cases is that we take our life, our past experiences, and we bring them with us into new situations, into new life situations, into new relationships. And, and many times that just doesn't work very well. We often end up simply recreating what we already had and what we, you know, what we left, uh, and unless we really take a deep dive into ourselves, as the intro of the show always says, that when we take that journey and we do our real healing, we can grow and we can move on and we can move above and beyond rather than just recreating the same old 
quagmire that we just got out of. And isn't that really what you would prefer? Um, Because there was something that wasn't going right, then that was the reason why you ended up not being with that other person before. And it's not about pointing fingers or blame because you know what, none of that does anything, anybody any good. It just perpetuates more of the negative. However, when we own our own stuff and we really dig in and we take a look at ourselves and do our own healing and as much as possible, learn what was it that was going on in the past so that we can avoid to take it with us into the future and, and, you know, in the present, you know, then we can actually create magic. And I, uh, I always use my own life to, as, as an experience because I see myself as a researcher, kind of like a, 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 and, uh, like a a researcher of life, because guess what? I'm in the personal development business. So (laughs) what business do I have being in the personal growth business if I am not constantly doing personal growth on myself? I should not be doing any of that stuff unless I'm doing it myself. (laughs) So that's that. And so there was, and, and, you know, I decided that, that, hey, let me think of this as this is an opportunity you know as hard as it is to leave a long-term relationship um it's also it can also be cleansing it can also be a brand new start to something beautiful and amazing and that path is often not easy Uh, but then again most good things are usually earned they're not just handed over on a silver platter and the thing is when we do that work and we do reap the benefit of that work we appreciate it so much and i just finished reading this one book uh cody bateman he is the uh, uh he's an entrepreneur he is the owner of and startup founder of send out cards so it's all about building relationships, and, uh, mostly for business, but you know, could be, you can certainly use it in your personal uh, friendships and family and, and all that, obviously. But I love this one quote. He said, appreciation appreciates. In other words, what you appreciate and what you shower, especially when you shower them, it with appreciation, that comes back. It comes back in so many ways. And Many times in life, we, we kind of need that contrast where we have gone from being in, in, in a drought, if you will, or in a, in a bad relationship or whatever it was, if it was just a dead relationship, um, doesn't have to be abusive. It could just be that there wasn't any growth. There was no stimulation. Um, and then when you move over into uh, you know, relationships where there is stimulation, where there is growth, and where there is a true partner, you appreciate that so much. 
I can, I can personally attest to that. <laughs> um, and so I decided, you know what, let me go ahead and, and handle this new situation as a, an opportunity for me to grow because what I saw was that this is an opportunity for me to learn more about relationships, you know, personally, rather than telling other people how to do them because you know, anybody can do that. <laughs> but it certainly is much more authentic and sincere when you have tested and tried uh, those, those skills out yourself. I, um, I also figure, well, this is a great way to learn how to test and, and set healthy boundaries, as well as learn how to take rejection and not take it personally. Um, you also have to learn how to negotiate and communicate. And all of these things are pertinent skills, not just in an intimate relationship, but in business, with your kids, at work, uh, in every which way where you are interacting with other human beings. So all of this is uh, something that doesn't just um, pertain to romantic relationships. In fact, it's something that has a spillover effect into all other areas of your life that can really make uh, other areas of your life blossom and bloom. And um, so, so I ended up on a six and a half year journey doing my own research, personal research. And, and here's one of the things, the difference between people who are successful in life, whether it's financially successful or in business successful, or, you know, just, uh, 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 you know, being open to grow and such, what they have, they have a different mindset altogether. They, instead of uh, looking at problems, this is the problem, and I had to figure out how to how to deal with the problem, or just too much. I'm just going to give up and you know give myself up to this problem. Versus, here's a challenge, and there are opportunities in challenge. Do you see and feel and hear how there is a different kind of energy, even, even just in how the words come out and how the ver words, you know. Um, hit you, how they resonate with you. Um, and so problem versus a, versus a challenge, opportunity versus obstacles, two completely different ways of looking at things. One way seems overwhelming, whereas the other way seems like, hmm, okay, well, it's there's a challenge and here's an opportunity. Uh, opportunity, is, is a beautiful thing, right? Because you can take those opportunities and you can mold them and you can create beautiful things. And so, and, and especially when it comes to someone who tends to be shy, I uh, sadly was, uh, I was an unwilling member of that club, the shy club. <laughs> for many years. And in fact, speaking of, of business, it was actually business that, um, well, there were a lot of different things that got me out of being shy, but one that in my adult life really um, kind of pushed me out of that was being a part of, of a business um, 
business um, networking group. It's called BNI Business Net, uh, Business International Networking, and uh, where it requires you to show up for the for the group meeting. It also requires you to set up one-to-one meetings with everybody in the group, at least one every week. You're required to give referrals. There are a lot of requirements and there's a lot of accountability in that group. And one of the things that I learned uh, to to not be so shy and to get myself out of, oh, you know, I have to go out and I have to approach these people and, and talk with these strangers and, and all that, was that everybody in this group was accountable to the same rules, which mean that everybody had to have these one-to-ones and we had to, you know, account for them every single week. So if you ask somebody to meet with them, they would most likely say yes. <laughs> so so that got me out of my shell with regards to um, really going out and, and meeting people. And, and so there was the thing about, um, you know, then... How and where do you go to meet people? Because uh, many times you're, you're busy with work, you go to the grocery store, you have your kid or kids, and you run around doing all those activities, and uh, it just gets really busy. And if you know if you're not somebody hangs out in the bars, I don't, um, not into that scene, and you know I don't have time. That that really was not you know a place that I've wanted to hang out. And do I really want to hang out? Do you really want to, you know, uh, maybe start up with somebody where that's the scene? Maybe you do, maybe you don't. Just something to consider. Where you meet people is oftentimes a lot to do with what are, what are, what are their life like? What is their lifestyle like? So if the bar lifestyle is not something that's part of what you want, then maybe that's not a good place to meet somebody. Especially when there's, regular alcohol involved and and that's not what you want to have in your life that can very quickly and easily you know come into being a little too much and and really affect um a lot of things in your life um whether or not you're able to feel safe when you have conversations, you know, getting fixated and, and uh, on different things. I was actually just working with somebody who was saying that this is one of the problems in, in her marriage where the husband, you know, uh, it's not an everyday thing. It's a couple of times a week. But even that, you know, can can be too much because those two days, you know, it ends up being that this person's personality changes a little bit and then they're a little more hyper-focused on negative things and a little easier to get angry and then the next day they feel like crap you know, have a little bit of a hangover and then they're a little more you know um, prickly the next day and so if that happens two days a week and then there's the following aftermath that's four days a week so then we just have three days left which those three days are still affected because you know it's just a matter of time when when are they going to go out and drink again so even something as subtle as that can have huge effects on the quality of of your relationship so you really want to look into where it is that you want to meet people. And so for a lot of people these days, they're dating apps and and some people are afraid to to meet people on there. But in reality, 
how much different is it to meet somebody on, a, on an app versus in person? You still have to get to know them. You need to learn a lot of things unless you have a, you know, a circle of friends who know a lot of people and you might be able to find somebody that way. And that would be, of course, even more ideal because then you know people who know that person. And I was just actually uh, talking with somebody else who just did a public search. This was not somebody that um, they were interested in dating, but it was somebody who came and did some business for for her. But the person was flirting with her. And so she just thought, well, let me just look them up on the public record. And that person found a lot of information, you know, domestic violence, all different kinds of things that this person had experienced. And this was somebody that was doing business with her, you know. So, so, you know, the thing is that people are everywhere and this is where the discernment comes in, which is something that we need in all aspects of our life. So, um, so yeah, we, we are getting ready to roll over into some messages, but I do have a list of tips when it comes to dating, some very specific tips that um, I think is going to really help you out if you are either thinking about starting to date or whether you already are dating. Um, and that can, these are all tips and tools that are designed to take the pressure off and for you to just allow you to be you. So before we roll over into the, the next set of the messages here, I want to share with you that it is spring, it's April, and what better time than to spring into action with regards to your health? We are putting together a, well, we have a seven-week challenge where we're going to go as a group because as a group, we can really help each other out and, and stay accountable, stay on top of what it is that we want to do. And this is about, you know, uh, it's cleaning up our eating, doing a little detox and throwing in some exercise. And we actually have a webinar that's coming up both tomorrow night, April 7th and April 8th. And I'm going to throw in the link down here that you can sign up for. The challenge is actually starting officially on the 19th, but you do have to put in an order and get your stuff ready in time. This is about eating real food. Um, so, but there's some detox things that are going to help clean out your, your body and get you all ready for spring. Um, and so that you can feel your healthiest. And guess what happens when you feel your healthiest? Side benefit is that you look good. And who doesn't want to look good when it's summertime, right? And getting our, your bikini on and getting out there on the beach. And if you're dating, you definitely want to be looking good, right? <laughs> so where can you find this information? You can find me, find it on my personal Facebook page. It's not on my website, but you can always find me on, on my website and I can share the information with you. Um, I will also post it on my LinkedIn page. It's not there yet, but I will have it up. So check us out there and um, learn more about this seven-week challenge. It is about a lifestyle transition. It's not a diet. I do not do diets. So anyway, you'll want to hang in there because I'll be back with, with more dating tips. Become our friend on Facebook. Post your thoughts about our shows and network on our timeline. Visit Facebook.com forward slash Voice America. 
Insight's Dramatic Weight Loss Coaching Program is a transformational program healing you from the inside out so you can finally achieve your healthy weight for good by resolving the underlying reason why you've been holding on to the weight. The program features nine transformational individual sessions. You'll rebuild gut health and reduce inflammation. It's not a diet. Instead, you'll learn how to make peace with food and develop clean eating as a lifestyle. Visit InsightsCounselingCenter.com to find out more. Healy is a holistic wellness device used to balance and support the body's bioenergetic field. It can analyze imbalances on our physical, mental, emotions, and energetic fields and recommends programs and frequencies to bring them back into balance. For your complimentary analysis, contact Karin Weary at 386-848-5170. Visit her website at InsightsCounselingCenter.com or reach out to her at KarinW at InsightsCounselingCenter.com. Can grief be good for you? Absolutely. It gets your attention, helping you evaluate your choices and relationships. Your losses define who you are. Tune in each week for Good Grief with host Cheryl Jones. Our show features those who have made incredible transformations by grieving their losses. You'll learn how to find your courage and strength. You'll discover the important things in your life and how to let go of things that are less important. Good Grief airs live Wednesdays at 2 p.m. Pacific Time, 5 p.m. Eastern on Voice America Health and Wellness. Are you finding your frequency? It can be described as that space between failure and success. It's the future of digital media. It's finding your voice. It's engaging topics, content, and ideas. Jeff and Ryan discuss the digital media space and all of its aspects. It's about making the mistakes, taking the chances, summoning the intestinal fortitude to step out of your comfort zone, and discovering what you can accomplish when you decide to try, decide to learn, decide that you have something to say, and find your frequency. Live Fridays at 12 noon Pacific Time, 3 p.m. Eastern Time, on the Voice America Variety Channel. Your life, your health, your network. You're listening to Voice America Health and Wellness. You are listening to Shift Happens with Karin Weary. Do you have a question or comment about today's program? If so, we'd love to hear from you. Call in to the live show at 1-866-472-5792. That's 1-866-472-5792. Or send an email to Karin W. at InsightsCounselingCenter.com. Remember that Karin is spelled K-A-R-I-N. Now, back to Shift Happens. Hello and welcome back. Thank you for tuning into Shift Happens. I am your host, Karen Weary, licensed marriage and family therapist and breakthrough life coach. And today we're talking about your love life because we are talking about dating and using dating as a personal growth journey. Sounds crazy, doesn't it? <laughs> but as I went through my own six and a half year experience of being out there doing that. I learned so much and I put it together and I had been, you know, using this, what I learned with my clients who were in that situation as well. And they are loving it. It totally takes 
all the stress out of dating and making it more something like, hey, I'm just going to go out and meet somebody. We're going to just have a cup of coffee, see what happens. And they are feeling so much more empowered and like, and just, yeah, empowered. <laughs> and that they are not there to please anybody else, that it's about, it's about you. It's about what do you want? What, what is going to work for you? Because many times we have, you know, been in previous relationships and we've just kind of fallen into them or we, we've allowed our subconscious, which is basically for the most part, not necessarily your own beliefs and your own uh, thoughts that you're, you're, that's driving the bus. It's many times really other people's thoughts and beliefs and morals and values that were poured into you, whether uh, in a very obvious way by your parents telling you certain things, friends, whatnot, media, and, and many times also in very subtle ways. And in that, what was modeled for you, looks, uh, body postures, uh, disapproval or approval, or, you know, a lot of different things, how you saw people around you model behavior. And, and those are all other ways that we have put together subconsciously as we're growing up and developing into adult human beings uh, is where uh, we have, uh, you know, developed the majority of our thoughts and beliefs. And many times they may not really fit you, who you are as a human being in this day and age. This could have been uh, something that worked back when your parents were dating and growing up and whatnot, and it may or may not, because maybe they just subconsciously took it on and didn't question things. It happens. And especially more and more nowadays. So I always encourage people to take a look at, does this work for you now? It doesn't matter what I think or what I believe or what I subscribe to, because it's your life. And many times when we step into the dating game initially, um, we might not really know what it is that we're looking for. Many times we may start out knowing what we don't want. And I know that's how I started off because, again, it was 22 years that I was with the same person. So that's like my entire adult life, you know. So so I knew more what I didn't want. I had some ideas of what I did want. And that's the thing. When you start meeting different people and you have different experiences, it's like, oh, I like this. And I like that. And I like this. And I want some of that. <laughs> um, so I like that when we're able to have real conversations, I like having uh, to being able to have stimulating intellectual conversations. I like when someone is actually able to hear me and listen to me and I provide the same for the other person. I like somebody who's physically active because I'm physically active. I like somebody who 
takes care of their health. They generally eat healthy. They are looking to always grow, you know, do personal growth. All of those kinds of things are really important to me. So the more that you can figure out what is important to you, having known what it was like to be in a relationship where that was missing, and then um, you can go from that place and, and start to build what it is that you're looking to do. Now, I have some specific, right here, uh, I wrote a list right now of, of six specific tips that I have for when it comes to dating. First of all, a lot of people go in, it seems, having high expectations, like, oh my God, you know, I have to have this person like me. And, you know, they're already thinking long-term about marriage and living together, having kids and whatever, and we really go way too far to far out into the future from just a couple of first visits, um, meetings. And so I tell people, don't worry about the whole future thing. Just think of it as you're going to meet somebody, you're going to have a cup of coffee, you're going to have a little conversation, and that's it. That could really be all that ever happens. And just take it from there. No big deal. And it's amazing how when I when people hear these words coming out of my mouth, it's like, ah, yeah, that that uh, that I wor- that works for me. I like that. <laughs> and so that really takes a huge weight off of off of uh, people's shoulders. And you know, so just just take baby steps. Just feel things out and, and uh, you know, be relaxed about it. The more that we can be relaxed into it rather than trying to make things happen and control things, because that there are a lot of people who are in that place. And many times that control comes from uh, a background of where maybe there was a lot of chaos and, or there was a lack of somebody taking on the adult role so that you had to make things happen. And we can get stuck in that, in that place, in that mode. Um, but really when we can take a deep breath, we can relax into it and just let things happen to a certain extent. There's always, you know, it's always a balance act. But in general, just kind of relax into it, let things happen um, as you decide that it is okay with you. Oh, boy. So having problems with my earpiece. Anyway, so so that's tip number one. Just kind of take it easy. Don't worry about the long-term effects of, you know, is this going to go somewhere? Just just go, be present, and have a have a conversation. Yeah, and and think of it as maybe this is somebody who'll be a friend, maybe, maybe not. And you, you can learn a lot from that part that many times though, in my experience, there are people that just wanted to stay on messaging and texting and whatever for a long time. And, you know, that can be, you know, a sign of, of avoidance and, um, you know, whatever, who knows, because the fact of the matter is there are people on there who are in relationships or married that are on there, you know, they're bored, they want to spice up their relationship and their whatever, they don't want to get divorced, they don't want to, whatever. So, so sometimes that could be, it's not always, but all kinds of things going on out there. So just, you know, 
you can decide if that's something for you if you if you're okay with having a long texting relationship before meeting or if you just want to you know what no i'm good either let's meet or not and because i can tell you what that there's a huge difference between having a texting email relationship versus in person in person is where you will get the real deal because now you're with that person you're seeing and feeling their energy and there are a lot of things that um you know that i've had experiences where we had great conversations you know on text or whatever and then met in person it's like mm, it totally was a blooper and that's good to know why waste a lot of time when you're it's just not going to go anywhere and that's Okay, so then you learn that. So that's tip number one. Don't put a lot of, you know, uh, don't stress yourself out over the first several meetings. Then number two, just see how that conversation goes when you meet. You know, can you hold an interesting conversation? Um, Will there be another meeting? And and, uh, because obviously, you can real quick weed somebody out if you can't even have a conversation. Yeah, that's, that's you know, then it's just done with. And that's this is, again, where it's a good idea to, you know, on a first date, maybe just do a coffee meeting or a, a quick lunch meeting or an after dinner, whatever kind of thing. Um, and that way you have a quick and easy way out you can limit the time that you are spending and um and that way you can just keep things rolling and number three is uh so there are different couple different ways of going with this that one in some some cases it can work out really well to in the first meeting or uh, maybe even you've talked about it before you met, you know, what is it that you're looking for in a relationship? I, I always think it's a good idea to to do that. And because, you know, that way, if you're looking for somebody's something serious and the other person is just looking for something casual, then they're not really looking for anything long-term. Uh, they just want a companion or whatever. Then you can weed out those people real quick. Uh, you know, the long-term person is not going to want to be with a, you know, companion person and vice versa. So you can weed out a lot of stuff right there. Of course, people aren't always straightforward. Uh, and uh, But that's where you kind of lay out what it is that the other person is signing up for, so to speak. And, and that way, um, you can just real quick get rid of... Anybody that wouldn't fit you, what it is that you're looking for. And as, and here's one of my biggest ones. So that's tip number three. Number four, for me, that's one of my biggest ones. I really, truly believe it, live it, harp on it. <laughs> Be authentically you. And so with that, don't necessarily go out on a first date or any, you know, several first dates, all dolled up and dressed to the nines. Because it depends on what it is that you're looking for. If you're looking for a real relationship with a real person, uh, why not just show up as you are? 
however you normally show up in the world. Maybe dress, you know, relaxed professional. If you do any kind of an indoor, you know, office work, whatever, you know, just like that. Um, rather than, you know, looking like somebody that you don't normally look like and then when they see you when you're not all dolled up, it's like, who are you? <laughs> don't even recognize who you are. <laughs> um, it's a little bit of false uh, advertisement, I think. But really, uh, my thing is, again, with regards to being who you authentically are. A lot of people say, oh, you know, you put on your best foot, uh, you know, initially, and you can do that for up to three to six months, and, and then it all falls apart. Why would you want to do that? <laughs> if you are looking for a relationship that lasts more than three to six months, then why not be you? And shouldn't we always put our best foot forward no matter what the situation is? Again, if you're into personal growth like I am, I believe that it is always in mine and the people around me's best interest that I show up with putting my best foot forward. So this is not something that I do when I show up, you know, when I would show up for a date, I would just be me. And guess what? Because I also wanna know if that person likes me for me, as opposed to how I happen to be all having dulled myself up that particular day. In fact, the funny thing is that uh, the last date that I went on which is with the person that I'm with, uh, I had been on a bicycle ride. Uh, it was for a fundraiser and I had ridden 37 miles for this fundraiser on a really, it wasn't my bike. I didn't, there was something wrong with my bike at the time. So I had to borrow one and it was a really heavy bike anyway. And I had to, um, I was going to meet somebody else, some, some uh, Danish ladies for the first time. And then I was going to meet this, you know, my honey, who is my honey now uh, afterwards and, you know, all that stuff and showered, of course. And I was like, you know, I don't feel like putting makeup on, you know, just to go out for a couple hours and then take it off. It's Sunday night. I'm kind of all relaxed after doing all that work. So I just showed up, you know, totally relaxed, you know, probably wearing comfy pants and, and whatever, no makeup. And, and guess what? That was the one. <laughs> so you just never know. We are getting ready to roll into another set and last set of messages. Um, so let me just share with you super quick that we have this seven weeks bringing to action uh, challenge, health challenge, and it's all about get, learning how to eat so that you will be creating a lifestyle where you can maintain a healthy weight, whether you need to gain weight or you need to lose weight. Sorry, there goes my thing. <laughs> and um, and this is one of the things that we're going to do together because when we do things together and have accountability, we usually are much more successful. You can find a link for the webinar where we're going to be talking about the how this is going to work, which is going to be April uh, 7th and April 8th. So click on either one of those and register for those webinars. And if you don't get to them, you hear this afterwards, just message me and I will get the information to you.
Become our friend on Facebook. Post your thoughts about our shows and network on our timeline. Visit Facebook.com forward slash Voice America. Insight's Dramatic Weight Loss Coaching Program is a transformational program healing you from the inside out so you can finally achieve your healthy weight for good by resolving the underlying reason why you've been holding on to the weight. The program features nine transformational individual sessions. You'll rebuild gut health and reduce inflammation. It's not a diet. Instead, you'll learn how to make peace with food and develop clean eating as a lifestyle. Visit InsightsCounselingCenter.com to find out more. Healy is a holistic wellness device used to balance and support the body's bioenergetic field. It can analyze imbalances on our physical, mental, emotions, and energetic fields and recommends programs and frequencies to bring them back into balance. For your complimentary analysis, contact Karin Weary at 386-848-5170. Visit her website at insightscounselingcenter.com or reach out to her at karinw at insightscounselingcenter.com. Functional Medicine with Dr. Robbins looks at how natural healing and biological dentistry can safely and effectively treat most health problems. You'll hear about the innovations in both traditional and alternative medicine therapies with doctors and dentists, along with discussions with chiropractors, medical experts, homeopaths, naturopaths, and energetic healers. It's great to have all the best information in one place. And Functional Medicine with Dr. Robbins brings it all together. Listen Thursdays at noon Eastern, 9 a.m. Pacific on Voice America Health and Wellness. Opinions, options, answers. You're listening to Voice America Health and Wellness. You are listening to Shift Happens with Karin Weary. Do you have a question or comment about today's program? If so, we'd love to hear from you. Call in to the live show at 1-866-472-5792. That's 1-866-472-5792. Or send an email to karinw at insightscounselingcenter.com. Remember that Karin is spelled K-A-R-I-N. Now, back to Shift Happens. Hello and welcome back to Shift Happens. Thank you so much for tuning in. And if you didn't hear this from the beginning, you'll want to scroll back and get the beginning because we are talking about your love life and dating. How can you date successfully, if you will, and use dating, the dating experience as a way to grow personally, you know, to, as personal growth. And that's something that I did um, myself uh, for six and a half years. I dove in there and uh, figured out, let me, let me see what we can do with this. And, and what I learned from that time, from that experience, I've now been applying with my clients who are in that situation where they are stepping out into the dating world. And, and guess what? They are really loving um, the, the tools and the tips and the whole mindset and perspective is totally making this a much, much better experience for them where they feel more empowered. They are starting to uh, set healthy boundaries that they feel good with, with and that they feel good about. And it, they, it, it's just incredible. And, 
uh, just to see people who, because many times people are afraid to go back out into the dating world. Many times people have been hurt in relationships, you know, and trust me, I've been hurt in relationships too. Um, I'm just a hopeless, if you will, <laughs> hopeless romantic. I believe in love. I think that love is why we're here. That is the perspective that I come from. And, you know, there are many different kinds of love, of course. Um, but to me, that is really something that is really important for me to have in my life. And, um, to have that warm, soft place to come home to after a long day and that, that real true partner who really truly has your back. And this is the first time in my life that I have somebody who really is that in every area uh, that I, you know, have could ever have thought of. And it's, it's an incredible experience. And again, like I said, in the first um, segment that, when you have been in other relationships and then you find this person who really is everything and beyond what you had hoped for and wished for, there is such a sense of appreciation. And and the more that you shower this person with appreciation, they appreciate you back and it just grows. This was something that was also um, written, um, what's his name? Well, I forget the name of the author, but he's a very successful businessman. And the, the name of the book is called The Compound Effect. Normally, when people talk about the compound effect, they're talking about money and investing money and how the money grows uh, when you put it different places and percentages and all that kind of stuff, all this number money stuff. But he used this concept in his relationship with his wife. And one year for Thanksgiving, he decided to himself, he didn't tell his wife, that he was going to start a gratitude journal about his wife. So every day he was going to write uh, what it was that he specifically loved about his wife. And then uh, the following Thanksgiving, so for a year, he did this, 365 days, he wrote something every day about his wife, what he loved about her. And he ended up writing 40 pages in that year. And during that year, their relationship just blossomed. It was already good, but, you know, to take a good relationship and continue to, to shower it with appreciation and love and grow, um, their relationship just blossomed. And uh, she said when he gave it to her for Thanksgiving the following year, uh, it was the best gift that he had given her, she told him. And he has lots of money. She's gotten some nice stuff, material things, which again just shows how material things, they're nice, they're good. But the real spice of life is relationships and the intangibles, the experiences, how we feel. One of the other things that I learned in my business networking experience was that um, people will remember how you, how you made them feel, not what you said necessarily. So, so those are things that are really important in relationships, in all relationships. And of course, what relationship do you really want to nurture more than your intimate relationship? 
So I talked about, uh, went through four of the six tips, which was one, don't stress about meeting somebody. Just take it as a coffee date. You know, you're meeting somebody for coffee. Could be a coworker, you know, the same thing. If you if you take it to that level, you're going to be much better able to just be you. Um, number two is just see how the conversation goes. Are you able to hold an interesting conversation? Number three, uh, and, and will you meet again? You know, that's the thing. If the conversation is good, maybe you'll meet again, maybe you won't. There's a lot of, you know, strange things that happens in the dating world, you know, ghosting and all that fun stuff. Um, share what you're looking for in a relationship. So that's important. So you can see if you're a match in that way. So you don't have to waste each other's time. If you're looking for different things, like, all right, sounds good. Mosey on, on to the next. <laughs> um, and for be authentically you. And to me, that is the biggest one. You know, just be you. Don't put yourself out there to be somebody you're not. Because don't you want the person to know who you are and like who you are as opposed to some imaginary person that you're able to act as, act like for a while? If you want a relationship that lasts more than three or six months, then you, you really need to be you. And I think it's only fair to both yourself and the other person. Uh, number five, don't play games. Really? I mean, come on, let's just be adults and just be real. It, it, it ties in with number four, with being authentic. Because when we do the whole, because I was reading books about dating and it was all, oh, wait so many hours and so many days and make him, you know, think that you're so busy and this, that, and the other. And you know what? <sighs> Who likes to play games? And if you like to play games, go find somebody who likes to play games. The rest of us don't. And just want to live our life and be busy. And, you know, we're, we're too, too busy to play games. Let's just be real. <laughs> and number six, one thing that's really important, and that's really not just when you're dating. It's really throughout your life. But the thing with when you're dating is it can be hard. You, 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 you're going to get a lot of rejection. You're going to, like I said, get people who are ghosting you, people that you like, that they don't like you in the same way. Yes, you're probably going to have your heart broken a couple of times. But again, the prize when you find that person, uh, yeah, I would do it all over again. Yeah, to, to get to where I am now. That is the God's honest truth. Uh, so you, you, you're going to have to take some rejections. That means you have to build some thick skin and to not take anything personal. Because most likely, this is their stuff and you don't have to take it on, you know? Um, the, and, and that's where another part why I talk about dating as a personal growth experience, because the more that we can learn to let go, let be, to not take things personally, that is such a huge gift in life. When we can relax into being ourselves, when we can let go of things that we have no control over, so much stress comes from us trying to hang on and control things that we have no control over whatsoever. And that is exhausting. So, so again, the skills and tools uh, that you build when you go, when you use dating in this way, like a personal growth journey, 
uh, are things that you will use in all areas of your life. So look at it that way. Um, so really uh, take care of yourself, take care of yourself emotionally, do things that are nice for yourself, love on yourself. And when you love on yourself, other people are going to respect you more because if you're somebody who you never take care of yourself, you're just kind of sloppy, you let everybody, you know, you let everybody you know, walk all over you. People don't respect somebody who just rolls over and says, walk on me. Yeah, wipe your dirty boots on me, you know, type of thing. Uh, that does not demand respect that you're probably not going to have, uh, you know, attract somebody who's going to be a good person for you. Not likely. And so this is where really, whether, it, you know, taking care of your skin, doing a little nighttime ritual, because it feels good. It feels good to go to bed with your friend, your, your skin fresh and clean and all the makeup off and all of that, you know, you know, whether it's doing your nails, whether it's getting some exercise, doing some meditation, doing not just the superficial work, but the deep work. And very important, make sure that the stories that are going on in your head that are being triggered are not from past exes, that then you're going to turn on this new person and as though they're your ex. They're not your ex. Maybe they have traits. Maybe they're doing some things that are triggering you, but they're not your ex. So don't do that. You can totally ruin or recreate what you had by doing that. So that part is really probably should have been number one of my tips. Uh, and you may need to go see somebody like a therapist or a really good coach to work through some of those things uh, and let go of those. So again, I just want to share with you that what better time to step into a new you and do a nice detox, de detox, get yourself cleaned up and build good health, boost your immune system, clean out your body from all the, the toxins of the, of the world, of life, of all the, the garbage that's in our food and our processed food and this, that, and the other, and join a whole big group of people doing a seven-week health challenge. And it's so much fun. It's so much better when we're doing it together. And you're going to learn so much about how to eat so that you continually burn fat. How do you eat for energy, to for hormonal ba balance, and all of this good stuff. Um, so join us for our website, uh, webinars that are coming up tomorrow, Wednesday, the 7th of April, and the Thursday, the 8th of April. If you miss those, reach out to me on Facebook, LinkedIn, my website, and I will give you the info. We are doing this challenge starting on April 19th. So you'll want to get all your stuff together before then. So when you do this, you can get yourself all cleaned up so that you really can go out in the world and shine your beautiful inner light. We will talk to you next week. Thank you.
Thank you so much for tuning in to Shift Happens. Please join host Karin Weary for another edition of our program next Tuesday at 11 a.m. Pacific Time and 2 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Health and Wellness Channel. We wish you continued success as you discover the true you. 